What's up, Brewskies? I'm sure that nothing looks amiss and you have no questions. <laughs> Everyone listening is probably like, I have no idea what they're talking about. Well, they'll hear it. They'll definitely hear oh, it. It's not, I mean, it, it sounds, it sounds good. It sounds, oh, it sounds they'll fun. tell. <laughs> it sounds, it sounds fine, but okay. it, there is a, there's definitely a, a hollowness to it, so an echo. Slight echo. Um, this one coming down and now, <laughs> what, what, what? Go on now. There are multiple dogs hanging out. Uh, we, we're in the gulag and, uh, we're, we're recording live from, um, dying in a, no way. <laughs> what happened? What was that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we literally <laughs> just started. Perfect timing. Should we start over or just keep Just going? keep it. Okay. Just keep it. We're yeah. just going to keep roll, Keep on rolling. It's in the spirit of the show. So, uh, what's on tap for tonight? No, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, I noticed in the past couple of episodes, I kind of had, I, I, I had a flow and it's kind of been broken. Okay. Because I've just been, you know, in my head a little bit about yeah. it. Well, it's been new too, you know. Yeah. So... Let's rewind a little bit. Okay. Uh, what's up, Brewskies? How are we doing? Mm-hmm. Doing okay? Yeah. Yada, yada. Tonight's brew is from Rogue Brewing. We're bringing it back to Rogue. We haven't had one from these guys in a while. That's exactly why I chose it. And it is the Bat Squatch. <sighs> Bat Squatch Hazy IPA. Clocking in at, I think, a 6.7? 6.7. Yep. Uh, what's on tap for tonight? Uh, we'll obviously explain what's going on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, also, for some reason, we're at a, a place where the pandemic is over. <laughs> Maybe. I don't. I. It is in Florida. Apparently. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, people are returning to their offices and people are obviously here. I mean, it's, it's not like it ever really happened in the first place uh-huh. so yeah. but there was still a lot of people uh taking a lot of precautions yourself being one of them yeah. i'm being sarcastic by the way don't uh knock us youtube <laughs> yeah please right. it's not it's not misinformation no no we're not doing that <clears throat> so uh you know we'll get into a little bit of like how do we get back to uh the swing of things really really yeah yeah and then last but not least Oscar nominations. That's always fun. <laughs> Cap it off with good old Hollywood. <laughs> good old Hollywood. Yes. All that and maybe more. Uh, but let's just get rolling into this. This is episode 341 of the One Beer and Podcast. Yeah, yeah buddy. Cheers. Okay. You have to take a sip first. Come on. Mm-hmm. Of course. That is a hazy IPA. Batty. <laughs> she sounds like a train. I know. Just thundering down the stairs. That's fine. We're just... It's all going to be a part of it. 
It's all going to be a part of it. Uh, <laughs> well, you guys, you guys can't be seen, but oh, your presence is the felt cameras this way. <laughs> now, well, I was keeping it open to keep an eye on him. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, this is the One Baron Podcast, the podcast where two brews crack open a brew. See where that one brew takes us. We are recording live from my garage. <laughs> the dungeon. The dungeon. Dungeon family. Mm. And uh, um, the change in location. Long story short, the uh, uh, the greatest gentleman, my my Bo Biggins, my my guy, my dog, frequent uh, star of whenever the camera dies or we don't record. That's right. <laughs> As seen on this podcast Instagram. Yes. Uh, he's not feeling too well, so um, we decided to to change scenery just for this week. Uh, make sure you know, keep an eye on him and whatnot. I can see him from here. He's just standing around, not doing much, as is everyone. <laughs> yeah, but better safe than sorry, right? Sure. So that's that is why uh, it looks the way that it looks. Which actually, I mean, I'm not entirely mad at. It. No, I kind of like it. Yeah. Gives us a little bit more, you know, uh, <clears throat> dynamic uh, presence. Uh huh. We're in front of this, you know, gray slate, but it's <laughs> it's a bit bigger than our usual studio area. Yeah. Um, Camera's back a little further, so it kind of gives it a, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. There's more to there's more to more do. to take in. Yeah. We could really zhuzh up the place. We could behind us. Let's know what you guys think. Yeah. So, anyway, let's uh. Let's just get right into this. Uh, it's it's we're in we're in this weird we're in this weird place right now, right? With uh, society, <laughs> with Florida, with COVID, with it it. I mean, there's no real. I just I, I don't want to spend you know. Sure, we we've we've done this show a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've yeah we've yeah. we've tread this ground. We've swam in these waters. Yeah. So there's no reason to, to 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 retread all of that, but the reason we bring it up now is because there's a lot of places that are really starting to. I I heard um, at at my job I was I was uh I was overhearing people I'm overhearing people talk all the time. It's just, sure. yeah. that's just the part, nature of, part of the your job, yeah. And uh, I saw I was listening to these these women talk, and she was like, "Now that the pandemic's over, we can blah blah blah." And I was like. <laughs> It's weird because it's, first of all, I mean, let's just get it out. Let's just get all the, the messy stuff out of the way. Mm-hmm. It's not over. No. People are still dying. Um, still like 65% of the country is not vaccinated. Fortunately, um, the numbers are going down, infection rates. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah, it's not all doom and gloom, and I'm not trying to, like, scare people or whatever. People have made their choices, and so that's that's pretty much where we are now. Yeah. People people have made their choices, and this is kind of, like, what we're living in right now. This is what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to make this proclamation that it's over is still very strange to me. Because what what has been done that would make somebody believe that it's just over now? You know, they got tired of it. <laughs> just, <laughs> That's, it. Just like everyone was saying it was over, you know, right before Omicron happened. Uh, yeah, hold on. You keep talking. My gain's just way up. Okay. 
Yada yada yada. But yeah, yada 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 yada. A lot of people. Thank you. Yeah. Um, a lot of people wanted to believe it was over a long time ago. So at any chance they get with any positive news about it, they're going to jump on it and say, we don't got to worry about it anymore. Yeah. People people just, they just want it to be over. Sure. Who so doesn't? Yeah. I mean, of course. Everyone does. Yeah. I think that's the common misconception about people who are like, pushing for the vaccines and pushing for mandates and stuff like that is that those people just want this shit to go on forever. Well, they just want to control you, Marco. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. There we go. Sorry. Messing with, messing with the electronics, making sure that the ship stays afloat. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's really interesting to hear people. There's a lot of people with that attitude of just like, it's over now. Because I'm, I'm out, and I'm doing stuff, and stuff's being done. Right. And people are having a good time. They're starting to remove uh, mask mandates for schools in some places where that existed in the first place. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of slowly but surely happening. Yeah, and I mean, if the numbers, if the numbers, if the hospitalizations and the deaths go down, I mean, regardless of how we get there, because of the choices that people made and the and the choices that the federal government has made and like how we've handled this whole thing regardless at this point if people just stop dying and stop getting sick ah, i mean not to say that i don't care but it's like as long as we get there sure at this point i'm like if we got if we just got to claw our way to the finish line right then let's just do that at this point that's what it feels like it's going to be because again I don't feel like people who haven't been vaccinated thus far are going to get vaccinated. No. So that that ship has sailed. Yeah. So they're either going to just not get it by chance or they're going to get it and get antibodies. Mm -hmm. Um, Hopefully that doesn't mean that they're going to make a new variant like Omicron happened. Mm -hmm. Um, But what do you mean? Man-made new variant? Is that what you're talking about? (laughs) I mean, technically... Because, you know, people aren't getting vaccinated and, and the disease is continuing to spread and mutate. So, yeah, I guess technically it is some yeah. it's, it's some guy technically kind of made it. Uh, Wuhan, China. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I feel hopeful again. We're back to hope mm. at this point. Is that where we are? Uh, that's where I'm getting. OK, maybe I'm not there quite yet. I mean, I'm still wearing my mask. I'm. Still, you know, not going out as much as I would have in the before times. Before times. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think there's a, 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 at least a minimal amount of, of fleeting anxiety uh, uh, in what, that I feel when I go out yeah. now, as opposed to an oppressive anxiety that was there before. Yeah. So, I mean, my job, I've been out and, and interfacing with people all the time. I mean, my job is 80% small talk with yep. people. So face to face. Unfortunately, I have to see so many faces. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I love your faces. Most of them. Mm. But for you, it's been, yes, it's been really, uh, I mean, you, you, you've had the traditional like office job thing that people imagine when they think about how people have been working in the pandemic, which is, you know, um, remote 
Mm-hmm. A lot of Zoom meetings. Yeah. A lot of Microsoft Teams, right. shit like that. Yeah. Um, and that's slowly but surely coming to an end for you. Yeah. It uh, seems to be that way. Uh, we were supposed to be back this year, like the start of the year, back in the office. Um, three times a week was the plan. Um, but then Omicron happened and we decided against that, oh, which <laughs> I personally am fine with. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I hate to be like a hermit, but I don't want to go back to the office. I really don't. I, there's, there are some people out there that are like, no, I can't wait to be back in the office, rubbing elbows with everyone and saying hi to everyone's faces and making small talk and yeah, but that, that, but that do. I don't, I don't miss it. Did you work with Fred Flintstone? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they pull the dinosaur at the end of the day and it whistles. He slides down yeah. the um, Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't miss the environment. I mean, I, I miss my coworkers, some of them. <laughs> um, but like, barring a like creative group meeting that we're all bouncing ideas off of each other, I don't see the need. Yeah. I frankly don't see the need to be like, Face to face in the same office space for nine hours a day. It, it it feels like I feel like you know I've I've taken the right pill, man, and my brain has expanded beyond the nine to five in the office. I can't go back. <laughs> I just can't go back because like now I know there's there there is a a way to do this from home. Yeah, in which I save time and money, gas, wear and tear on my car. Uh, anxiety from being stuck in traffic for hours at end. Like, all this can be avoided. Mm -hmm. All of it. Mm -hmm. It's all unnecessary. And I feel like I'm going to be entering the work, like the in-office workplace with a chip on my shoulder. And I'm afraid of going in and just being pissed off the entire time. Mm -hmm. I have the feeling once I'm there and people are saying hi and et cetera, et cetera, it'll be fine. And I'll grab their face. (laughs) Shut up! Is it a good morning? I'm wearing, I'm wearing pants. Um, yeah, so I, uh, I really am a, like, I really do have an anxiety around it because I do feel like I'm going to enter into it with a like bad mentality mm-hmm. and I am not going to be able to do it anymore. And I'm going to need to like find a way to be work from home. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I just I'm afraid of not being able to, to interface in that way, like to just physically and mentally and emotionally be unable to do that. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's 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 tough for like, you know, I'm, I, I can't speak for the people at your job, obviously, but the office job that I had, I'll, I'll, I'll speak as freely, freely and as ill as I want to, because fuck that place. They, you know, we work from home. They let us work from home for a couple of, this was, this was like full blown, like pan, pandemic, yeah, pandemic. Yeah, yeah. This was like, people still didn't know, like people still didn't have any, uh, as much information on it. People, we were still going off of the, you get COVID, you quarantine for two weeks, you get that negative test, you're good. Now you got the antibodies and you're fucking invincible. And yeah. we're all, we're going to get the, like, like fucking chicken pox. We we're all just going to get the antibodies. <laughs> right. And the shit was going to be over in like three weeks. Sure. So we were in that stage of it. Yeah, pre-vaccine, and, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. And we're working from home and productivity doesn't go down. Uh, numbers stay where they were. I'm on time. Right. Because <laughs> just logged into the computer at the sure. right time yeah. and, and did my job. 
literally no reason literally no reason to go back i actually yeah. had i wouldn't call it an argument but it was it was definitely the straw that broke the camel's back for me at that job when i had a discussion with one of the people in hr where i was just like they called they they called me and they told me that they want me back in the office and i was just like respectfully why mm-hmm. like why do i need to come back yeah and they were like, well, you know, the, the remote thing was only a limited time and it was just so that, you know, um, everybody can feel safer because like a bunch of people got COVID at my office. Right. This was also avoidable. Sure. But, you know, neither here nor there. And so a bunch of people got it. So they kind of had to shut down. Mm-hmm. And at that point they were like, well, fuck it. Let's just let everybody who chooses to work from home work from home. Right. And they gave us a couple of, I'd say like a month or so to do it. And I was just like, I'm probably not going to go back. If they give me the choice to to never come back, I'll right. never go back. And if they don't give me the choice, I'm definitely going to push back and be like, why? Yeah. And that's exactly what I did. And she and and her response was, you know, it was only a limited time, and you know, we want everybody back in the office. And and I pushed back on that, and I was just like, I just don't see why. Right. Like, what's right? What's the point? And yeah. you know what this bitch told me? Mm. Well, I mean, you know, there's there's a lot of like physical paperwork that gets done, and I was like, no, there isn't. <laughs> everything, pr- literally, everything gets done through emails. And she was like, well, there's stuff that still needs to get faxed from person to person. And I was like, are you serious? <laughs> I have to come back to the office because somebody's still using fax and rub shoulders with with everybody, right? Because x amount of people have been stepped into the 21st century and i have to fax paperwork that's what you're telling me i have to show up i have to you know it was it was crazy i don't even think she like was convinced of no, the words of coming not. out of her mouth of course not I, I mean i've you know i'm sure that's the case across the board for the majority of people who are having to go back now uh who were remote i think the vast majority of people don't have a good enough excuse but are just saying something because there isn't a good excuse. Look at this guy. Look at this fucking guy. It's Franklin. See, this is this is the kind of content you get when you watch the YouTube. It's true. And you don't it's just true. listen. You know, you don't just go on SoundCloud or whatever. You get to actually see one of the guys. Mm-hmm. It's the one that you chucked in the air that one time. <laughs> yeah, he wants to go to you. Oh, come on, buddy. Come on, make the leap. Nice. <laughs> Give, work with me. <laughs> work with me. Thank you. Um, yeah, so I was, I mean, at, at that point I could tell like the conversation wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm coming back to the office to fax paperwork. So at that point I was like, all right, well, uh, you know, in my head I was like, well, I'm going to start looking for another job because this is, this is, uh, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> he was sliding on my pants. He couldn't, he had no traction. <laughs> all right, buddy, you got to go. Um, yeah, so... Th- that that was that was like full that was like in the middle of the pandemic right, when they right. when they were just like yeah i mean it's safe to come back and i was like i disagree yeah i don't think so like if we have to put up plexiglass between offices everyone's wearing a mask the entire day so i'm sitting at my desk wearing a mask right and it's it's just like why are we taking these precautions when i could just be at home sure dog working from home was the best yeah Sweatpants all day. I just, I literally just rolled out of bed. Right. Rolled into the bathroom, you know, got myself together as much as I needed to, to like, you know, be awake. 
Yeah. Rolled back out yep. into the fucking and like I had my had my setup and I was like, this is perfect. Yeah. Go downstairs, make some coffee, make some breakfast. I'm chilling. Yeah. I, I just don't understand people uh like like these I know, I know for a fact that we're gonna find out there's gonna be all these like articles and statistics about like productivity and workplace happiness and morale and all this shit where it was like, yeah. You just let people work from home mm-hmm. and they feel better. They work better. I mean, people are seeing <laughs> as people are being forced to go back, how many people are just saying no mm-hmm. and they're quitting <clears throat> and finding positions that are remote only. I'm sure we sound like big babies compared to, you know, people who do have to go in and be in like highly risky scenarios like, you know, doctors and nurses and stuff like that. Um you know, military, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, but uh, you chose that. Sure, I, I, I'm sure. not like. I I, I I see what you're saying. I've but I, you know I've worked in offices. I'm I'm working at a bar now. Right. I've worked I've worked in all of those different environments where people would be like forced to come back. So, yes, you can look at it and go like, oh, you're so privileged and all this stuff. I'm, we're not really talking about the fact that. Like we're not whining about having to work or having to go back to an office. Obviously, these, all of these things that we talk about when it comes to this type of shit, it's all relative. Sure. So I wouldn't go to the garbage man and be like, you know how hard my life is, bro? <laughs> like obviously not. Yeah, right. So we're just talking about relative to each working environment. Yeah. You just literally don't have to go back to the office. Well, and that's that's the main thing. I think it's the crux of this entire thing is like it is what you choose to do. And then also a layer of realizing what you're being forced to do mm-hmm. is completely unnecessary mm-hmm. and actually counterproductive. Yeah. Uh, ultimately. Yeah. So, you know, <clears throat> why am I being forced to go out of my pocket to pay for the privilege of having to get up? you know, get outside presentable, uh, drive my car, have a working car that I trust to make it on the highway to get there, mm-hmm. uh, pay for gas and all of that, to have the privilege of sitting in an office space for nine hours a day with you, Yeah, you know, and like not having autonomy over my literal physical body Yeah, because I have to be in the office from this time to this time because you say so and that's it. That's, that's it. Literally the only reason why. It's, it's not because... I physically, literally need to do a physical job there. Yeah. That's not the reason why. Yeah. Like, let's let's stop with the facade. That's not why. So, I have to take... I, that's It's a large pill to swallow. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah, it is. So, yeah. And, and again, like you were saying, it's, it's about what I have chosen to do. I didn't choose to put myself at risk of the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, especially somebody that's high risk. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, I I understand the frustrations out there of a lot of people. Yeah, in that in that same position. So well, I mean, and if your if your response to all of this is, you know, just be happy you have a job, it's like, well, just don't listen. I don't, because <laughs> like, what's the point of even having a conversation? That shit pisses me off, man. Yeah, it just yeah. it's just like, what's the point of even talking to like I? We're just not allowed to complain anymore because the next person is like, hey, man. Just be grateful for what you got. Well, yeah, duh. Sure. That, I mean, that that goes without saying. Yeah. Though. You understand? Like, we're, we are very privileged, and we realize it, and we're very happy that we have a living. Um, yeah, man. We're sitting here with, like, fucking 
two laptops in front of us with microphones and we lights waste and money cameras. on lights <laughs> to like, talk to you yeah <laughs> we're up so, like we know we know we know okay so now it just sounds like we're projecting shut up like we like like now it sounds like the guilt of some, like a conversation <laughs> shut we up. haven't even had <laughs> no but we we realize the the place of privilege of which we are speaking from check and your privilege bro yeah of course of course of course check your privilege but at the same time Stuff can still suck, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Speaking of stuff still sucking, I mean, like, you... <laughs> Whoa. Hi-yo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you, you know, you've been... Like you said, you, you've been pretty careful throughout this whole thing. Yeah. I mean, and, I'm trying as good as I can. Uh, now starting to kind of get a little bit more social. Right. Because, you know, uh, pandemic's over. (laughs) Pandemic's over. And you were saying that, like, you feel like you're it's like if you haven't if you haven't practiced, if you haven't shot a basketball in a while or if you haven't practiced on piano, the one thing that you like the skills that you can forget. Right. You start to forget them. Yeah. And like social skills. Oh, yeah. Is a thing that people don't really understand is. You know, if you don't talk to people for a while and then they, like you just get thrown into a social situation, it's like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's not just people. It's it's people you don't ordinarily talk to every day. Mm-hmm. You know? So, for instance, I was hanging out with Juan, friend of the show. Um, Shout out. And also our, our former coworker, Reggie, uh, friend of Juan <clears throat> and friend of me. Um, not friend of the show. Not yet. No, we judge him for that. Um, but we're we decided to go out and you know grab a couple beers and and something to eat over at uh, Aruga's nearby. Um, Aruga, Aruga, Bahama. Ooh, I wanna. Um, and honestly, for me, it was kind of rough. Yeah, <laughs> because I like I you know I'm I'm totally comfortable with Juan. Um, because you know he's he's a friend I talk to often, um, but you know Reggie, somebody I hadn't talked to in a while, and you know I hadn't seen him face to face in you know forever. So I realized like instantly how bad I am at being social now, mm. and I was already bad before. Don't get me wrong; like I was, it was already like I had like one one tick on on my RPG meter, you yeah. know. Um, and the rest in charm. Um, <laughs> but I just realized how out of social shape I am. I mean, mm-hmm. shape in general. But social especially. Like, I, <laughs> I don't know how you feel about this. Because, I mean, I feel like you have a clear advantage in having to be social for work. Yeah. Um, but, man, like, I, I I, couldn't think of, like, what to talk about. I, I got all, like, stiff and clammy and... Uh, I mean, eventually, I like I, I was able like to smooth my way like into conversation and stuff. But I just felt so out of like out of sorts. Yeah. I didn't know what to do with myself. Um, so yeah, I, I, like how do you how do you deal with that? It's weird. It's weird because <laughs> you, I mean, with 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 yeah, with all of this going on, some like sometimes you just you just like lose the the energy to even try to small talk you're just like what are we even talking about i got and the thing is too like i got so in my head about it too like Mm -hmm. i I started thinking like 
what do I say next? You know, yeah. like while while he's talking to me, uh, like I, I'm kind of listening, but at the same time, just like okay, uh, what's it coming? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, 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 <laughs> you know, and just like yeah. waiting for my side to yeah. my my turn to talk. I'm like, man, this sucks. Yeah. This feels like middle school over again. That's not good active listening, Adam. I know, I know, and I I recognized it at the time, <laughs> but I was powerless to change it like i, I just i don't know i was so nervous i was so, nervous, I was about, so like, nervous about it about you know not being weird and making a good, a good impression on a, a friend yeah. you know like i know this guy it's not like it's somebody i'm meeting for the first time and i just i don't know i started panicking a little bit yeah um again like it smoothed out over time and we, the more we talked the easier it was and you know we had a good time it was, it was great um but early but that's on, really, i mean that's really that's really it though right i mean I have the, an advantage in that regard because I have to just talk to strangers all the time. Right. And sometimes, <clears throat> and and I have an easy out too. Because like if conversation starts to mull or, you know, get weird or dull, I can just be like, all right, I got to go clean this thing <laughs> up and just walk away from it. Right. And you're generally making them happy by bringing them something that they want. Right, you know? right, right. Hopefully. Yeah, they want. well, usually. Unless, yeah. unless we can't find something. Unless people come in and they're like, um, I only drink this kind of beer. Do you have that? No. Do you have anything like that? Sort of. And then they go through all the beer and they don't like any of it. And then they're just like, this sucked. And I was like, okay, cool. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've had that happen a couple of times. Interesting. So, um, you can't make everybody happy. Customer's not always right. What's the rarest kind of beer that you've had to like try to track down or most like out of the ordinary? Uh... I mean, it's usually like when people come in and, um, you know, something that they, they've they had specifically at another brewery oh, okay. or somewhere like out of state where they're like, someone else told them that Red Light is the place to go to get stuff like that. So they automatically assume we have literally everything. everything. Mm. And then when we tell them like, yeah, we don't have that, they're just like, oh man, I mean... That I can't find it anywhere, and I'm like, yeah, you can't find it. Sorry, because <laughs> yeah. we ain't got it. We'd Sorry. have it if we could. And the, yeah, it's just it, it's it's usually shit like that. Mm. Um, gotcha. Yeah, some people just come in and they. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a whole other rag on them. It's gonna be a whole other episode. Yeah, they just they some people just bother me. They just you know they 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 come in and they and they 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 look at the cooler and they're just like. Eh. It's all right. And I'm like, dude, it's, there's like a hundred beers here. It's these. <laughs> like, where else are you going to go to get this kind of selection of beer? There's nowhere else. There's nowhere else in Orlando, Florida. Have to you been get... to the world of beer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing is people will come in asking about like, you know, adjunct stuff or like stuff that you could get at, you know, fucking Ale House. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah, we don't. We don't have Goose Island IPA. I'm sorry. Right, 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 right. We we have Highlight right now, but we're not. We're about to. Once we're out of that, we're not gonna. Yeah. Carry that anymore. So it's you know it's it's shit There's like a, that. There where people a, are like, this is a beer place. How can you not have Highlight? And I'm like, well, I mean, you could get Highlight at the gas anywhere. Station. Yeah. Fortunately. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You I will f- say. I will say. I will say, sir. Say. I had Highlight on draft. Uh, at at that same <clears throat> meeting of the minds. I hadn't had it on draft in a long time. Uh-huh. Way better than on than canned. 
yeah. in my opinion. I, I the flavor just it, it tastes better. Mm. I don't know why. I, I can't quite describe it, but it, it just seems more like uh, full or something. I like more juicy or something. Mm. I, I don't know. Yeah, not sure if I've gotten some stale cans or something, but <laughs> I mean, recommend it. I could see. I could see. <laughs> I mean, how I still. I don't care if I if we drink, you know, a thousand beers. Highlight is still good. It's, it's it really always, it's is. Always just, it's, it's still good. It really is. You know? Um, but yeah, no, I was going to say that's, that is true. It's a, there's a weird, like, craft, but everywhere kind of beer that uh, isn't in, like, a place like Red Light. What, Highlight? Oh, no, well, like Goose Island, for oh, instance. Oh, like oh, you just, were saying. oh, stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, or, you know, it's not really craft, but like a blue moon, you know? Dude, I cannot, I think... I think Blue Moon is is um, under the table, one of the most popular, um, most sought after kinds of beer mm-hmm. that I personally have heard. Working at Red Light, I've been I've, yeah. I've been at Red Light for about a year now, and I swear to you that that's the one that people will ask about the most. I think it's because it's the only like mainstream beer that tastes a little different yeah that they're like okay if i don't want a bud light i'm gonna get a blue moon yeah because it has a little slightly different taste yeah you know yeah 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 that makes so, sense it, it, it's, a, it, it's the one it's like a notch above what they would usually drink and they're like if i'm gonna i'm gonna get a little dangerous let's go crazy and have a blue moon. you got an orange slice yeah man i i can't tell you how many times people are like do you have anything like blue moon and i'm mm-hmm. like yeah i, I guess <laughs> Just, just try anything else. Just try sure. other stuff. Yeah. People are so like, they're just so afraid to just try other stuff. We were those people at one point. That's true, but like, that's when we were in our early twenties. These are grown ass men and women who are like, we've been blessed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I appreciate the people who will just be like, because I'll sometimes tell them, um, like they'll pick something, and I'm just like, that's kind of that's a little. Uh, it's a little off the beaten path. Yeah. You want a taste of that. And they're like, well, I'll just go with it. I'm like, okay. okay. And sometimes they'll they'll be like, yeah, this is perfect. And then sometimes I can see their face. And I'm like, I mean, I told you. Mm-hmm. And the people that I appreciate the most are the people who are like either, you know, I'm glad I did this so I know. Or, you know, I'm just trying new things. Yeah. Or if they don't like it, they're like, I mean, I picked it. I didn't taste it. I'll pay for it. It's not a big deal. But can mm-hmm. you get me something else? Yeah, t- totally, man. Yeah, it's the people who are like, mm, I don't like this, and they just slide it up. Can I? Is there any way that is there any way that I could switch this out? And it's like, uh-huh. yeah, totally. No problem. Yeah, no problem. People just don't. I mean, they just don't get it. Sometimes some people are, are just don't. They just don't get it. They just don't understand. And you know, we've talked about it in the past. Everyone, everyone should have to work a service job oh, or yeah, an industry job. Like you just should, you should have to work it for. It should be like uh, Israel when they have to do like two years. <laughs> you in the get military. drafted. Like yeah. you just, you just got to work at an Applebee's for a year. It yeah. doesn't matter if you have your fucking master's degree. You have to no. work at one of these fast casual places. You need a year of humbling. Yeah, just so you understand. Like, and and you know. For a lot of people, it might not even give them any kind of humility. Maybe it'll make them go, you know what? I can handle it. But at least it'll give them some kind of perspective sure. as to what they're, what you are asking of people and what you're doing to people. Right. 
Some people just don't. They just think like, look, you know, I'm I'm paying your bills. You know, yeah. you want this tip or not? Mm-hmm. I was like, bro, if the conversation is ever, ever, you want this tip or not? Mm-hmm. You can eat that. Right. I don't care if it's a hundred dollar bill. Yeah. If the conversation is ever, do you want this tip or not? Yeah, yeah. I don't dance for you. I'm sorry. Uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah. So all that to say, I love my job and I love the people who uh, come in every day. <laughs> Some of you. <clears throat> no, no. There, there, there's the overwhelming majority is yeah, is fantastic I'm sure. people, and to get back to the conversation at hand, it's easy to talk to a lot of people like that because they're willing participants in a conversation that usually centers around something that we can all kind of get behind. Mm-hmm. The small talk happens when it's people who like either you you don't know that well or people who just kind of stumble in. But again, I have a cheat code because I have naturally like five or six different conversation starters. Where are you from? How'd you hear about us? Right. What are you doing tonight? Like, what's the plan? Mm-hmm. What kind of beer do you drink? Do you like this? Do blah, blah, blah. So I have all these things that can kind of get me there. Right. So it's it's cheating, honestly, for me. But <laughs> yeah. it does it does work those muscles. I was gonna say, do you think that translates into you being more adept at that, like, I don't know, meeting a new person and mm-hmm. having to sit there and have a conversation with them? Yeah. Yeah. I think one thousand percent because you have to like you just have to talk to all the all of these different people from all of all walks of life. And sometimes somebody will walk come in and you'll immediately tell that like we're, there's nothing that we're gonna agree on. This is yeah. a person that like is from a just could be from a different planet mm-hmm. than me. But you can you can find common ground, I think, with pretty much anybody. Yeah, you can find common ground with the worst person on the planet. You just, I mean, there's just always gonna be that like one thing mm-hmm. that you can agree on and have a conversation about. And the tricky part is doing that. And the tricky part is, like, honestly, man, <clears throat> I think the weirdest thing that people, that is really hard for people to get over, but that we need to start getting over, is acknowledging the awkwardness. You yeah. Know? It's hard yeah. for people to, because nobody wants to, nobody wants to feel awkward, obviously, and nobody wants to acknowledge the awkwardness, and no, nobody wants to live in that thing. Sure. But I think the more that you are honest, and the more that you acknowledge those things, like, the easier it becomes. So, like... Um, having small talk with people like if you haven't been out of the house in a while I mean just being straight up and being like look man like I don't even really know what the fuck to talk about because I haven't <laughs> left my house in two years yeah all I've seen is what the internet has shown me sure like it's this is this is really weird for me I think more people would be set at ease if they knew that everybody else was feeling the same way so yeah. when you need to end a conversation that has become awkward. You both can kind of look at each other and go, "We know this is over, right?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like there's yeah. not there's nothing else to talk about. Yeah. That was a, that was a uh, an old dating move of mine on like a an awkward if there's ever an awkward moment in a conversation while on a date. Mm-hmm. You just observe it and you go, "That was kind of weird, right?" Yeah. <laughs> and then you just move forward. Yeah. And you get a little laugh out of it, a little self-deprecating humor goes a long way. Yeah. Cuz then it 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 levels you. Yeah. Usually, you know, unless they're an asshole and they're like, <laughs> yeah, it was. You suck. You suck. <laughs> uh, which could happen. But yeah, definitely could happen. If you're vibing suck. and on the same level, then, you know, it makes a lot of sense. And I think that that kind of works in any 
any conversation. Yeah. Yeah, humility <laughs> goes a long way for most people. And breaking the ice, I think, is important, too. Yeah. yeah. And that's 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 a hard skill to master. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, there's, there's like, far-reaching consequences that we don't know about. And, but I'm not, I'm not saying that, like, um, like, we don't know with the pandemic and with, like, how much it's really affecting people's brains and, like, how we're able to, like, interface with the world. Sure, yeah. Children don't see faces. They see half a face, you yeah. know, and, like, those... Those skills that you would learn early on, like how to read emotions mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, or missing a couple of years of school too. Yeah, so uh, they don't get the they don't get any of that. So like, like you know, there's there's no telling in, in years to come how this is going to affect people. But I think in the short term, we can see in adults, like small talk was already hard enough and weird enough. Yeah, everyone was already on their phones the entire time already. Yeah, this is only <laughs> added to that sort of uh digital only <laughs> communication. Yeah. So I think the I think the pandemic just it's just uh, it just lasted too long, you know? We yeah. were at a moment there was a nice good window of time where everybody was like learning new skills and like, you know, appreciating life. Yeah. Making and, like, sourdough. Trees were growing back. Yeah. And like animals were returning. <laughs> <laughs> It just seemed like the world was like hitting the reset button. And in, in that window of time, if like the vaccine had just came out of nowhere and they're like, everybody gets this, we'll get back to work in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Bing, bang, boom. They yeah. just give us an ingredients list. Yeah. And everybody yeah. feels cool about it. Right. We all take it. We all get back to work. I just cannot imagine what life would have been like if the pandemic ended in a year instead of this slow like funeral march to yeah. the finish line, it's you know, crawl. when everybody was appreciating what they had, mm-hmm. people like, you know, I never knew what life would be like when I couldn't just go to the store, yeah. and grab, you know, a sandwich or whatever, yeah. like see my friends, checking in with people, like planning, like group nights yeah. on, uh, online on zoom, like really taking time yeah. <laughs> for each other. Yeah. And now we've and just and just like slowly trudged back to yeah. just like yeah, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> Even worse than before. Mm-hmm. That's humans. What are we gonna do? Yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how things go with uh, the pandemic. Hopefully, hopefully coming to <clears throat> its final crawl. Bitter, bitter end. Bitter end. Yeah. Revealing who the monsters really were inside. Um, yeah, it's like a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. Yeah. It was you all along. Mm. You're the monster inside. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> well, you guys, small talk amongst yourselves. Last but not least, we have to, as we do <sighs> when we can, talk about... Uh, Award award show season because mm-hmm. we're getting you know I think we we've already had the Golden Globes. Did the Emmy? We didn't have the Emmys yet. No. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I haven't really paid a lot of attention to the like the the big award 
like like the you know they do the they do the Screen Actors Guild sure. and, the, and the Critics Choice and blah 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 and all those and you start to get a feel for like you know who's gonna win right, Best right. Actor and blah blah blah. Um, haven't really paid attention to that, but we have the full list of the Oscar nominations because we're still doing this. You know, we're still uh, for some reason. We're still doing this. Yeah. They they can't even find a host for the show because they're like... That's right. Yeah. Uh, they they haven't decided yet, right? Yeah. Yikes. And they're they're at a point where they're like, is it is it going to be like an all remote show like the year before or the year before that? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, you know, pandemic and all that stuff. Or are they just going to do, you know... <clears throat> Somebody suggested Kermit the Frog, <laughs> and I was like, I'm fully on board with that. Sure. There's just Why that, not? Yeah, you know, there's just like, we're, uh, they're still doing this rigmarole where they're like, try, like trying to hit this target demo that they're never going to hit. Yeah. You know, they're going to have, they're, they're going to have like Lady, not Lady Gaga, um, Billie Eilish host, and she's going to host, host with like, uh, Charlie Puth, or like, okay, I think that's his name. I don't sure. know, Puth, Puth. I think it's Puth. And and Zendaya, mm-hmm. and like they're they're gonna do this thing, and it's like, do you really think that eighteen to to thirty year olds are, are, s- are the ones who are like are, sitting down? They're and gonna tuning tune in this? at a specific time to watch TV as it's broadcast. <laughs> do you think that's gonna happen? Do you think that like that's what you're trying to? No, dude. Yeah, they were talking uh, Tom Holland and Zendaya. That's who. That's who people were saying they were thinking of having on. I mean, that's that's fine. They'll 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 definitely they'll probably do a good job. I mean, Tom Holland is charming enough, and so is Zendaya. But it's it's like, well, who is that for? Again, do you do you think the people who are fans of Tom Holland and Zendaya are going to be sitting down and watching the Oscar? The, the people, the 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 Zen Ven Zen. Venn diagram, <laughs> the, the, Zen the diagram. Zen diagram. Yes, the Venn diagram of people who are fans of those two actors, and also have seen every movie that's been nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, very, very shallow. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I don't. I just don't know why they don't just you know either do. I think the show. I mean, obviously, people like to see the the speeches. From people, they like they and and they like the the musical guests. Sometimes you know they they'll they'll try to do something funny or irreverent or entertaining, and yeah, you bring out Will Ferrell and let him do something. Or like, uh, oh man, you know Kenneth Branagh, he's nominated for an Oscar, but he's on stage singing. That's ah hilarious and relatable and quirky. We yeah, love that. Sure, yeah. they do stupid shit like that, and I guess that's what people look forward to. But uh, I don't know. It just. Yeah. At this point, it's just like, why are we even still doing this? Just give, give fucking mail the awards, honestly. Yeah, and or I don't know, just pre-record it and put it out in clips. Yeah, that's yeah. That's how people that. like, uh, you know, getting this kind of information anyway. Now, yeah, you can still have the gala and everything, and have people there, so you have like a live crowd and everything. But why does it have to be broadcasted live? People have to know right there and then. <laughs> I mean, for some it's people, for some people, it's like their Super Bowl, so they make a party of it, and it's just an excuse to 
celebrate something, which I understand. We need every little thing we can possibly find to celebrate right now. Yeah, I guess so, that's true. You know, I, I won't be a complete <clears throat> Grinch about this, but yeah, I'm looking I, down I, my I, nose at people who like celebrate the Oscars while I'm gonna, you know, watch the Super Bowl. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't know. I mean, I've never really made a thing of it, even as a film guy. I I will. Maybe flip the channels and just see what's on at the time, but I don't make like a day of it. I used to. Yeah. I used to be, I mean, I full send, dude. I used to like watch the whole thing. We would make predictions. Mm. Like at the end of the year when the noms came out, we'd try to watch all of them so that we had like an accurate. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's fun. That, that's just a reason to watch movies though. Oh yeah, know? for sure. As far as the event itself goes, I don't really care. Who's hosting? You know what little skits they do. Oh I, yeah, I yeah, care. yeah. The 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 thing. Yeah, no. If I wanted to. Me, I wanted to be right with my prediction. If I could be faxed from your office, sir, uh, an itemized you know winners list, mm -hmm. I'd take that happily. <clears throat> you know. Yeah. I don't care about the pomp and circumstance, personally. I do like the I do like the acceptance speeches. I'm not gonna lie. Mm -hmm. It makes me feel weird whenever they go over time. Mm -hmm. it, it it never doesn't make me feel weird. Just gives you a little bit of anxiety, or yeah, it just makes me like you know it's that secondhand embarrassment when you mm -hmm. know that they've heard the music and everybody's heard the music and they're still trying to get their thing out and sometimes they're saying like something really sweet yeah. or something really heartfelt and like and some you, dickhead you, is you like you hear a violin and start playing. <laughs> I don't know how you could even be the guy who has to pull the trigger on mm. that. And this guy's like, and my grandmother, she was always there for me. <laughs> And 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 and, uh, uh, and and to my wife and to my kids and I love you all. Daddy's coming home. I, I thank you very much. Thank you to the academy. All right, I, I love you guys. Okay. <laughs> Graphic. <laughs> yeah. It's such a weird thing. Yeah. And that's the other reason why it being broadcasted in this time slot on network TV is so weird. It's a it's a gala of like Hollywood elite. Sure giving each other awards patting each other on the back for this yeah. thing and and then you're gonna make it like a limited time and you're gonna and 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 it's it's like it has to be done within like this three hour time period yeah. or it's a bust oh, it's just so weird it's a weird thing imagine being an actor and showing up and they're like it's gonna be from x to x time and it, i mean it's gonna be fucking tight yeah because they're gonna play these people off they're gonna give them the apollo hook and just <laughs> grab them yeah. I mean, to be fair, they do, I think, have like a teleprompter that shows the time they have left. They do? So, I, I thought so. I thought they have like a, you know, five, four, three, two, one. If they don't, well, they should. Yeah. They should. Sure. I, I hope that they would. But yeah. the, if they, let me rephrase, if they do and that many people go over time, it's kind of like the presidential debates when they're just like, fuck it. I'm going to keep talking. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> He will not get the last word. I'm sorry. No, just make it short and sweet, man. Anybody, you know, like Kanye West, when he won a Grammy, he just went up there and he was like, everybody, I'll never forget it. He says, uh, everybody was everybody was wondering what I would do if I didn't win. Mm -hmm. I guess we'll never know. Yeah. That's, it's a, it's then, a moment. It's, it's short and sweet and concise. And it's a killer line. And it encapsulates everything about him that we loved. That's what you do. Yeah. You didn't go up there and thank everybody and their grandmother. It's the perfect TikTok. Oh, yeah, it's, it's perfect. 
So, okay. We fluffed enough. Let's get into some of the nominees. All and right. The nominees are. The nominees are. We're going to skip these ones because they don't matter. The best visual effects one is kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, so we have best visual effects. Dune, Free Guy, Shang-Chi, No Time to Die, and Spider-Man No Way Home. Free Guy. Free Guy got nominated for an Oscar. <sighs> yeah, that's interesting, right? Very interesting. It's also interesting that Free Guy has an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, Apparently right? Apparently, it's not that bad. I wouldn't I, have expected that. Yeah. I heard from people who watched it. It's not that bad. Never seen it, but <clears throat> maybe I should. Uh, best Sound, Belfast, Dune, No Time to Die, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. Best Production Design, Dune, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, The Tragedy of Macbeth, and West Side Story. Best Original Song, Be Alive, by Beyonce and Darius Scott for King Richard. Dos this is this is, is going to take too long. Oruguitas <laughs> by Lin Manuel Miranda. How do you not know how to say that? I just I, I don't know the song. I saw the movie once. It didn't really make a big impression on me. For <laughs> Encanto, uh, <clears throat> Down to Joy by Van Morrison. Boo. <laughs> Belfast. Boo. Uh, no time to die. Billie Eilish and Phineas, and somehow you do by Diane Warren. For four good days, a movie that got a fifty-three percent Ron Tomatoes. Apparently, apparently, uh, you know, we'll we'll keep going. Okay. Yeah, because okay. I, mean, I care about costume design and hairstyling. And no all offense that. if you've worked on those things, we appreciate them, but yeah, we need to hurry this up. Uh, editing, don't look up. Dune, King Richard, Power of the Dog, and Tick Tick Boom. Uh, cinematography, Dune, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, Tragedy of Macbeth, West Side Story. Don't know. You're seeing a pattern here, are you not? Um, <clears throat> best animated: Encanto, Flea, Luca, uh, The Mitchells vs. the Machines, and Raya: The Last Dragon. Which I didn't realize was even up for like uh, the the award. Yeah, this I, th year. I thought it was. I thought it was too old too. Yeah, seems like forever ago. Okay, screenplay. Yeah, we gotta do screenplay. Original screenplay. Belfast, Don't Look Up, Licorice Pizza, King Richard, and The Worst Person in the World. Uh, adapted, you have Coda, Drive My Car, Dune, The Lost Daughter, and Power of the Dog. Power of the Dog. Power of the Dog. Supporting actress, Jesse Buckley for The Lost Daughter. Ariana DeBose uh, for West Side Story. Judy Dench for Belfast. Uh, Kirsten Dunst for Power of the Dog and uh, on Ingenue. Ingenue, Ingenue Ellis for King Richard. Uh, best Supporting Actor. Oh, that's very Celtic. <laughs> it looks like CRN, but that's not how you pronounce it, I'm sure. Hines. It's probably a, it's probably a hard C. Kiaren? Like Killian Murphy. Sure. Could be. Um, Troy Coaster for Coda. Jesse Plemons for Power of the Dog, J.K. Simmons for Being the Ricardos, and Cody Smith-McPhee for Power of the Dog. Best Actress, Jessica Chastain for The Eyes of Tammy Faye, Olivia Coleman for The Lost Daughter, Penelope Cruz for <clears throat> Parallel Mothers, uh, Nicole Kidman for Being the Ricardos, and Kristen Stewart for Spencer. Best Actor, Javier Bardem for Being the Ricardos, Benedict Cumberbatch for The Power of the Dog. Benedict. Andrew Garfield for Tick Tick Boom, Will Smith for King Richard, and Denzel Washington for The Tragedy of Macbeth. Then we have Best Director, 
We have Paul Thomas Anderson for licorice, licorice pizza. Licorice pizza. Licorice pizza. Uh, Kenneth Branagh for Belfast. Jane Campion for The Power of the Dog. Good old Spielberg for West Side Story. <clears throat> and Ryusuke Hamaguchi for Drive My Car. Nice. Best picture, we have Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. Well, there you have it, folks. This has been the one bear. <laughs> um, <clears throat> My throat is dry. <laughs> We've got some interesting nominees. Fun stuff. Fun stuff we've got here. Yeah. <clears throat> because, uh, you know, there's a lot of, like, they went surprisingly mainstream with these movies. Like, Drive not, My Car. Not so mainstream to add Spider-Man, though. Yeah. Which some people were upset about. But I don't, I, as much as I loved Spider-Man, I, I loved the movie. I don't think it could have been improved very much at all. Um it's not an Oscar winner. I yeah, I don't think it deserves to be an Oscar nominated. It's not that good. No, it's, I mean it, it's yeah. a good movie. It's a it's a great. People are like, you know, oh, it's it's got everything you want in a movie. It's got heart. It's got humor. It's got action. Spider Man. It's like uh, I mean, you know, it's it's it's. Uh. Sorry. <clears throat> um. It it. it I mean, it, it's not even like it's not even like the best comic book movie. I, I don't know. I just it, it, the thing is like when you when you nominate a movie like Spider Man, then you have to go back and you have to go, um, you have to you have to think like, who's that? <laughs> I thought it was my dad. My dad <laughs> my dad did just call me. So, I, <clears throat> um, you have to you have to think about like the other movies in that genre that like didn't get nominated. Sure. Like how long. Like Black Panther got nominated, and some people thought that that was like a race thing, which I don't. I thought, you know, but whatever. The Dark Knight, I don't remember. I, mean, I remember it got nominated for like cinematography and like, but I don't. Did it get nominated? Well, for actor best? too. Well, yeah. Actor well, one. no, best best uh, supporting actor it didn't get best actor. I guess. That's that's supporting right. Yeah, actor. yeah. Um, but it didn't get nominated. It didn't like clean up. No, you know, I didn't get the you know best director, best picture, best blah 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 blah. No, no, no. And Dark Knight is still. You know, top three. Some would say still the best. Well, sure, but at the same time, I I agree and I understand where you're coming from with that. But at the same time, you can't continue to use that as a barometer when it's a different time and place. <clears throat> right. When, yeah. Once that glass ceiling has been broken for comic book movies to start winning real awards, it's gonna be far easier. That's true. That's true. And then and then you can't you can't look back and be like. How could they not have nominated this movie, but they nominate this movie? Right. Because it's like it's a di it's a different age. I get sure. sure. All that being said, don't think Spider Man no. was that good no. that it needs to be nominated for an Oscar for Best Picture. I don't of think the year. so. I don't think so. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. It, it is pretty mainstream as far as the overall look of this entire Best Picture list, especially. Yeah, I'm sure that like some of these. I mean, Netflix is doing really well now. Netflix is getting those. I remember when Netflix was strong. They were like making Oscar worthy movies mm -hmm. and the Oscars were just like, no, no, <laughs> like we're just not even going to look at you. Don't like it. Again, it's another thing like Idris Alba got snubbed for a nomination for uh, uh, no, 
the nation something. So, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about. The Africa one, right? Yeah. Beast of No Nation. Beast of No Nation. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. And, you know, he got he got snubbed for what many people said was an Oscar winning performance. Yeah. And it was just because the the, the Academy was just like, we're not going to recognize streaming right. services. And now you fast forward to today and like, don't look up. Power of the Dog are like just... And Licorice Pizza, isn't that... No. No, because that's a Wes Anderson movie. King Richard was on streaming uh, at the same time as it was in theaters, and so is Dune. Yeah. So you can kind of, yeah. you know, <clears throat> halfway count those two. But Power of the Dog, that's that's a straight-up Netflix movie. And yeah. Same with Don't Look Up. So it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting where we are. And again, <clears throat> if you're going by the tomometer, tomometer, tomato meter. No. Don't Look Up has a 56% <laughs> and it got nominated for an Oscar. I wonder what the lowest thermometer uh, scoring Oscar nominated movie would be. That's got to be up there. That yeah. has to be in the running for lowest score. Yeah. I mean, specifically for best picture. Yeah. You know, 56%. Like, that's pretty bad. So I guess to go back to the Spider-Man thing, if your argument is that that movie got trashed by critics and then still nominated for an Oscar and like Spider-Man didn't spider-man like but it's in the 90s you know the academy's not looking for a movie like spider-man right like of course not but maybe that's the problem i guess i mean but then how do you judge the best movie of the year like you know that the academy is going after oscar Beatty movies that's why the power of the dog is nominated so many times I'm sure yeah even though i did think power of the dog was a good movie yeah, yeah it was very good i agree but it's definitely like an oscar bait just like nominate me please yeah Dude, the, I mean, the minute those credits rolled, I thought, they're all getting nominated. They're <laughs> yeah. all getting nominated. Yeah. And they did. Yep. They sure did. Um, <clears throat> which actually, funny enough, uh, Jesse Plemons and Kirsten Dunst, a couple, yeah, are <laughs> both nominated. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Good for them. I, don't, I hope none of them win, though. <laughs> <laughs> Some hateful shit to say. Nah, nah. I hope Denzel gets his third. I want him to be, I want him to get three. So I want him, you know, up there with, uh, with like the rest of these like Mount Rushmore guys. Because I mean, we, he's already up there, but if he can, if he can get that third one, he'll be in the, you know, the Jack Nicholson. Sure. You know, I think Tom Hanks only has two, but, um, but they're two best actors. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a best actor and a best supporting. Right. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. I think Dustin Hoffman has multiple. Um, Anthony Hopkins, I think, has been at least nominated multiple times. I know he has one for Silence of the Lambs. Mm-hmm. There's a, obviously older actors that I'm not even thinking of that they didn't, just they didn't just, he win last year too for that? Oh yeah, he did. Movie. So he does have two, at least two. Yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's right because he rolled out of bed and like gave his acceptance speech over a fucking cell phone. Thanks. Yeah, I don't know why you did this. <laughs> or you, you've made me the bad guy. <laughs> I didn't ask for this. I don't want it. Or fucking Will Smith finally get his. That would be interesting. I've heard a lot of good things about his his uh, performance in King Richard. Yeah. So if Will Will can get his, um, finally, that would be nice. I mean, out of out of who we have, who do you think is actually going to get it? Javier I, Bardem, Benedict Cumberbatch, Andrew Garfield, Will Smith, and Denzel. I think it's between Benedict Cumberbatch and Denzel. If I if 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 I'm Thinking about like the history of the Oscars mm-hmm. and the press that those movies got, Benedict Cumberbatch plays a spoiler alert, gay cowboy, 
but they don't re- they never really like acknowledge it up front. Highly repressed. Yes. Yeah. And it is the movie's incredible. And its and performance his, is incredible. It is. It really yeah. is. So but Denzel's doing Shakespeare. That's <laughs> true. And it's a Cohen well not a Cohen's brother movie, but it's a one of the Cohen brothers. Yeah. It's a Cohen brother. Movie. It's a Cohen brother movie, yeah. <laughs> and he's I mean they saying he's he's lights out yeah. and it's Macbeth. Sure, I mean, it's, come on! It's like apparently like one of the hardest plays to do in the history of Shakespeare, and he's. I think that might work against him, though. I think because yeah, it think is it's too Oscar Beatty. Well, not even that. I just think it is such <clears throat> well-worn ground, and it has that level of like familiarity. If you know theater and stuff like that, if you um, know theater, if you know if you're a man of the theater. Which I feel like a lot of these, a lot of the Academy is. I feel like they may look at that and be like, "Yeah, it's a great performance of Macbeth, but it's just a performance of Macbeth." Um, I don't know. Tell that to La La Land. <laughs> well, that wasn't adapted. That was original, and it was all about Hollywood. Yeah, which they love. Yeah, yeah so I, like I saw smoke up their own asses. <laughs> I saw a, a parody. I think it was an Onion uh, headline that said Wes Anderson says next movie will be about. His love for the Academy because he was snubbed on this. For yeah. <laughs> everything basically. Yeah. Um, for French Dispatch. Yeah. I said Wes Anderson for that licorice pizza, but it's Paul Thomas Anderson. The other Anderson. I always get them confused. The other good Anderson. I get their names confused, but I don't get, obviously, I don't get their movies confused. I love Wes Anderson. Um, yeah. Yeah. He did. He got, he, he, got he got snubbed. Crazy. Yeah. Just who'd have thunk? Nothing. Nothing at all. So yeah, I think if if I'm going with my gut, I think they're going to give it to Cumberbatch with the content of the movie. I thought you said Garfield. No, you said Garfield or Denzel. I misspoke. I meant Benedict Cumberbatch <laughs> okay, okay. or uh, Denzel. Yeah, my pick is probably Cumberbatch. I yeah. think I think his role is too juicy for them to to not. Yeah. Um, though I do hear good things about everyone's performance. Uh, yeah, on yeah. all these, it's a solid list. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Best actress. I just really want Chris, Chris, Kristen Stewart to win because apparently that movie's not that great. Mm. And she's like the only good thing in it. And it's like a weird perform, like not a weird performance, but like a weird dark movie that they did. Mm-hmm. And um, I just love that she's nominated. And I want to see, uh, see Kristen Stewart win. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen any of these movies, actually. Me neither. Yeah, so I can't really speak to who probably will win. Um, or Penelope Cruz, just to have a Latina win. Sure. I like Olivia <laughs> Coleman in a lot of stuff, too. So I, I wouldn't really be mad at really any of them. Yeah, I like any all these. Of them. Jessica Chastain's <laughs> awesome. So sure, of course. Nicole Kidman's great. So yeah, any of them could win, and I would be like, cool. Yeah. Uh, supporting. Actor. I would like to see J.K. Simmons get another one. That would be fun. Yes. Um, I think... <sighs> All right. Let me... I don't think Jesse Plemons was that good mm. in Power of the Dog. Yeah. I, I thought he was... He's good. But his performance is so subdued. Yeah. That's, maybe, that's the role. Maybe it's going over my head. Yeah. But I just don't think it was so subtle mm. and so nuanced 
yeah. that it deserves an Oscar nomination. I just, I just, I thought he was good. I think Jesse Plemons is always good. Sure. But I just yeah. don't see the... I think, I, I mean, personally, personally, just as a Breaking Bad boy, as I know you are, mm-hmm. I want to see him get, you know, everything he can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I, I also think that this role, he does something really tricky, um, which is not do a lot but make you feel like there's a lot there mm. which i think is harder than it looks so okay i wouldn't be mad at him getting it um okay again i haven't seen belfast or coda <clears throat> or being the ricardos but yeah i mean, well it's funny because power of the dog actually has two actors on this supporting list so the yeah the 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 kid <laughs> from yeah. the movie Cody Smith McPhee is actually on this list too. And I thought he was great. Yeah. So he if he if he wins, well. I wouldn't be surprised. I thought he was I thought he was great. Yeah. Um, best supporting actress. I'll, I'll tell you. I thought Kristen Dunst was great in Power of the Dog. I thought she was fantastic. Yeah, yeah she was. Um, just everything that's thrown at her, like it's just like a tragic, tragic role, mm-hmm. and the shit that she goes through. And like how she plays that, like I, I thought she was fantastic in it. I have heard a lot of rumbling about Anjanue Ellis in King Richard. Though. Yeah, yeah. So same, same, same. Um, I, you know, everyone lo- loves Judy Dench, of course. Uh, I don't, I don't. Dame Judy Dench. Jame, 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 Jame Judy Dench. Jame Judy Dench. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're gonna go her way this time. Mm-mm. Um, <clears throat> I haven't seen West Side Story, so I don't know, and I haven't seen The Lost Daughter. Yeah, speak much I, more to those. You fucking, yeah. Any hooser? Let's, let's get to the big boys here. Yeah, best director. What do I, we think is going to happen? I mean, here? I think that one of two things is going to happen. I think either Power of the Dog sweeps mm. and does the like. I can see that happening. But will they do that for a Netflix movie? You're giving a lot of power to the streaming services, mm-hmm. and you have to think like there is a political aspect to this. Very much so. So do you do you do you fucking shift the power from studios to because if they if if the movie sweeps and it very well could, yeah, that would be huge. Yeah, that would be a big big moment because uh, they're already getting million dollar budgets to make these movies. Yeah. You get a movie that fucking cleans up at the Oscars, you got. I mean, they already had a standout uh, a couple years back. Um, what's the name of that movie? I forget. Uh, the one in Mexico. It's like kind of self-referential of the director. Uh, <laughs> I'll look it up. Yeah, you do that. Yeah, yeah. So I think either that's going to happen or, you know, they'll go the easy route and they just throw it to uh, old old Spielberg. You think so? I think I could see it. <clears throat> I could see uh I could see Spielberg cuz it's again it's a it's a it's a Hollywood classic. It's a musical. It's Spielberg. Right. You know. Um I think he's the safest easiest choice. Roma. Roma 2018. <sighs> Excuse me. I think Okay, I made history. Hi, Frank. Despite losing what? Business Insider. They're going to make you pay for this. <laughs> we'll see about that. Oh, the Green Knight got snubbed. 
The Green Knight got completely snubbed, yeah. I went and saw that in theaters and thought, there's no way that this doesn't get at least cinematography. It looks incredible. Yeah. I can't believe it didn't even get cinematography. That's a crime. It's yeah. a crime. Look, I know that it's like an easy movie to kind of shit on. Artsy fartsy. Sure. A24 movie. Not what people are expecting. That's fine. You can levy whatever criticisms that you want. But if you're going to give, if you're going to throw Macbeth a cinematography, I just don't see how Green Knight doesn't get one. Sure. That's crazy. Uh, Also, I sit corrected. It didn't win. Roma didn't win Best Picture. It won Best Director. And it lost famously to Green Book. Right. 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 Infamously. And that was was the weird thing because it just doesn't, it's always weird when that happens. Mm -hmm. We're like, we'll give you Director, but we're not going to give you the movie. No. You just made it look good. I mean, you're just the driving force behind why the movie was good. <laughs> right. But. And saying you're the best denotes that, you know, the movie itself is probably the best, right? But then again, there could be a movie better than the movie. Even though we're going to give you the award for being the best director of the year, there was a movie that was directed better. Yeah. Sure. It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> So I think, yeah, um, I don't think Paul Thomas Anderson gets it because I just think there's too much. There's a lot of controversy around the movie, and I, I just don't think that, I mean, it was good. I don't think that it was, like, people are saying it's, like, so good that it's, like, you know, he's a clear cut. Um, Shoo-in. Yeah. Huh. I think, I think Power of the Dog gets it. I think so, I don't know too. If they, I don't know if they do the clean sweep, but I think for sure they get she gets director i think so too i think so too especially because this is like her her uh return to form because you know she had a lot of like buzz a long time ago stopped making movies for a bit and then came back with this one yeah so i agree now finally best picture who do we think gets it it's tough i'm happy that nightmare alley's up there yeah i like seeing that um, I hear really good things about West Side Story. I don't think it's going to get it. I love that Dune's up there. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to get it. Um, you know, I uh, I find it interesting that Drive My Car is up here so much. I was just about to say, like, I think we are, I think we're not taking into account the power of that movie. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of good press. There's a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. I hate to say it, but, uh, you know. There's a lot of white people up there for best director. <laughs> That's true. And uh, all know. of them, except for Ryusuke. So we could be looking at the wrong movie here. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, fact of the matter is we haven't seen Drive My Car yet. So yeah. it's know. hard to judge. Yeah, We're speaking from a place of ignorance at all times. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I thought I heard him being. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. Did I mean, you say we're speaking... From a place of ignorance at all times? No, I didn't say that. <laughs> I would never say that. Um, yeah, you know, I don't know. I have a really good feeling about Power of the Dog here. I'm not just saying that because I've seen it. I just feel like it It feels like such an Oscar-winning movie. It fits the mold. Yeah. Yeah. It does. It really does. It fits the mold of a movie that's just like going to just gonna sweep. King Richard I've heard great things about, but he's like a not a first-time director, but a very young director. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're not going to give it to him yet uh, or <clears throat> get, give give the movie uh, that nod yet. Yeah, and that's one of those like, you know, I wouldn't say feel-good movies, but it's like a 
formulaic. Yeah. 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 I think um, they rise above the formula and and there's like a lot of good performances, but at the same time it's still like a it's a sports movie. Yeah. Um West Side Story, I feel like just because you know, you're you're in the shadow of the original at all times. I don't think it stands a chance. That's tough. I'll just say for the record, don't understand why he even made West Side Story. I don't either. I mean, it's it's interesting. You know, you're seeing like an aging director maybe go back to his roots a little bit. I have zero interest in a, a remake of West Side Story. I have zero interest in a remake of pretty much any of those movies. They're all classics for a reason. They're movies that are... I mean, I know that we're in the era of remakes and, sure. and yada yada, so I'm not going to sit here and like wax poetic on that stuff, but it just seems like some of these movies are like, you're not going to be able to improve on these movies, so like, why are you even, there's no way that that movie's better than the original. I've heard it <clears throat> is, though. I've heard from some people they do improve a lot of what was there originally. Yeah, well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm an idiot. <laughs> well, no, well, no. I mean, I I am 100 with you, except for the fact that you're working with Spielberg. You know, like yeah, you kind of trust him implicitly, even though he's had a few you know stumbles here and there. Um, no, but he's still he's still a goat. So he's yeah, yeah, he still deserves your trust whenever he takes on a project. Sure. But just I would love him to just do an original project. Well, he will be. His next movie is sort of a, a again like an autobiographical story about his childhood. Hmm. So that that's getting a lot of buzz already. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's interesting to see what this next phase of his career is going to be because it feels like he's kind of going back. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> like maybe you saw West Side Story as a kid, liked it, saw ways it could be better, <laughs> something in, in the modern time. Um, they they more clearly talk about race and stuff and make that the that and um, you know uh, obviously like money uh, the, the main factor here. They're going to go back and do them all, man. Probably. They're going to go back and they're going to redo Godfather and Guys and Dolls. They're going to go back and do Sweetheart Name Desire. You can't remake Godfather. I bet they do. If we do this podcast long enough, another 10 years from now. We'll live to see the day. I guarantee you they go back and just just rework it all. Because it's just, they can't, they just can't help themselves. Yeah. If they're doing West Side Story, it's like, I'll, I'll, let me say this. I'm putting this prediction out there. They're, I am I am 100% convinced that they will do something like Streetcar Named Desire or, um, uh, um, what is that movie that uh, Audrey Hepburn won? Uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's? Not Breakfast at Tiffany's. They will not do that one. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to touch that unless they, well, they want to acknowledge old mcrune um no egyptian queen i think the one where they're on the boat i don't know some old was that audrey hepburn or was it Catherine hepburn let's see african queen right african queen the african queen 1951 is it Catherine hepburn yep Catherine hepburn yeah okay Um, old Humphrey Bogart. Humphrey Bogart won an Oscar for this. Mm-hmm. He won best best actor. Uh, so I think for sure they do African Queen, Streetcar Named Desire, Rebel Without a Cause. They go back and hit those movies. Okay. Maybe not Godfather. 
because it's still one of those movies. Like, you can't do stuff like that or like Taxi Driver or something like that because, you know, they're like these singular visions sure. of like that director or whatever. It's but like the older, remaking Jaws. But the, the, the further we get from those source materials, the easier it is to just be like, what if we just, like, what if Did there's. Did it now. You know? Like, if you get <clears throat> one of these like tortured, tragic, artisty type actors yeah. to commit to one of these movies, you know? A young, yeah. up-and-coming guy, good-looking. You get, like, Timothy Chalamet to do Rebel Without a Cause. Come on. Sure. I, I'd be surprised. You're telling me that that wouldn't happen? <laughs> I'd be surprised if that wasn't already, like, you know. Somebody has suggested Attempted that. or, yeah. There's no way an exec has not at least brought that up in a meeting. Right. Like, hey, man, he could be the new Brando. Young, handsome, talented. Let's get him in these, like, tough guy roles. Start, like, beefing him up a bit. Yeah. I could see it. Okay. I could see it. Well, from what I hear, West Side Story is the rare exception that uh, it actually improves upon the classic original. Blasphemy. Yeah. We'll see. I, I want to watch it. Well, <clears throat> let's, in the meantime, try to watch all these movies, or as many as we can. Yeah. And then maybe we'll have a, like a fuller, fuller picture. Either way. We'll check back in when they decide uh, if they want to go with Kermit the Frog or Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> why to, not uh, both? <laughs> why not both? It's a beautiful combination. And, and I, you know, lovely. It would work. Only if Kermit goes, yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh, what if the whole production was The Muppet Show? <laughs> that would be good. That would be incredible. Yeah, yeah. But it was like, you know, obviously they're giving out the Oscars and whatnot, but like the show is The Muppet, the Muppet Show. Muppet Show, yeah. They have the balcony with the yeah the old guys and like in between you don't get you know Billie Eilish performing you know No Time to Die mm -hmm. you get the chickens singing No Time to Die <laughs> yeah that'd be great you know yeah make the entire thing just a, a really long Muppet, Muppet show. show I'm in <laughs> I'm in sign me up oh, I would watch man. it I would, oh oh I would you kidding me it. I would fucking set my alarm for it oh uh, I'd be oh, man all right. Well, we're going to be disappointed now. <laughs> yes. Yes, we will. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, shit. Do you have a cheers? Yeah, I, I pulled one out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing I got. An ass? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. You want me to go? Yeah. Let's All go right. My it. cheers of the week is uh, We Sports. <laughs> You really did pull that. I did. Mm. I say that because it's a game I miss nearly every day. Um, such a time and place thing. I feel bad for any kids who were too young to play it growing up or just weren't around for it. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's just one of those things that I feel hasn't been replicated yet. Everyone's talking about VR now, but that's such like a one-person experience, whereas... The Wii, as in general, and specifically Wii Sports, was this group fun activity that you had those Wii motes and the nunchucks and all that stuff that you know everyone can see working at the same time, right? With the motion controls, <clears throat> I feel like the motion control of the Switch isn't quite as good, and that's why we haven't seen a Switch Sports yet. But I say that because just today, Nintendo Direct. They announced Switch Sports. Let's go. Can't wait. 
Can't wait. Yeah, I'm they're... excited for it. Yeah, that Nintendo Direct, man, they've been... It, uh, you know, talk about nostalgia. They're bringing a yeah. bunch of shit back. Yeah. They're doing a lot of, yeah, yeah, like a freaking uh, 80, 80 different tracks for the yeah like Mario Kart crazy amount. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> which isn't like an eight year old game. Yeah, that <laughs> they're just deciding to put DLC on. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. I'm really excited. I it, they like read my mind. I, I was actually online looking for like Wii Sports being sold. Because I still have my Wii yeah. packed up, um, but they're selling that for a lot of money. Yeah. So I will hold off until I can find, or until it's officially released, yeah. the Switch Sports and see how that goes. Because, again, I don't know if the motion controls are quite one-to-one with the Switch mm-hmm. or, or with the uh, the Wii. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll see. But And they took away some of the games, which has me a little upset. There's no more boxing. Oh, whack. Yeah, there's no more, um, uh, what's the other one? Golf. <clears throat> Come on, man. What What's on there? I think only because they're trying to push Mario Golf still. Mm. Um, what's on there is Badminton, which they just added. Okay. Um, sword fighting. They call it something else. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, bowling. bowling. Yeah, of Guy course. Of course. Um, What's the other one? Um, I don't know. Some other stuff. There's like five games. Is there baseball still on there? No. Mm. Was no. baseball part of Wii Sports? I thought so. I know there. I I can't remember. Well, if there it was, was on the OG Wii Sports. If they did like the there the, was Resort too. Yeah. So Resort I know had the uh, <clears throat> the thing where you're on the you're on the balance beam and you got to knock the other guy off. Yeah. Um, Which I've always wanted to do in real life. <laughs> Never had the opportunity. Yeah. I've always wanted to do that, the the bounce beam thing, and I've always wanted mm-hmm. to do the um, the big thing where you sit on the thing and some somebody else jumps on the thing and oh yeah yeah air. never got to do either one of those things. There's still time. All right, we have volleyball, badminton, uh, <laughs> bowling. Uh, oh, so- uh, soccer. Yeah, soccer's soccer. the new one. Soccer's the new one. Yeah. How? Well, they let you. I'm glad you asked. There's like a mini game in which you can put your Wii Fit thing or Switch workout thing, the strap on your leg, and actually kick what? the ball. There's that version. Also, the other one is, um, I don't know, I think you like just kind of run and <laughs> kick like that. Um, okay. The sword fighting, like I said before, and uh, tennis as well. So not quite all of the games that we know and love, but enough, you know? Mm-hmm. I just want to. I just. I. I. I need to taste that dragon again. Mm-hmm. It's been too long, mm-hmm. especially specifically bowling. I miss. I miss bowling so much. Yeah. So. What are you doing? What's up, Bo? <clears throat> What's up, bud? All right. <clears throat> I think he has to go outside. Mm. All right. Let's 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 knock this out. Actually, I should probably just let him pee. Okay. Just bam for a second. Okay. You can handle this, right? Sure. Look how much room we have back here. Come on, let's go this way. Oh, it's nice. Come on. It's nice. Talk to the people. Hello, everybody. Oh. Oh. There he goes. Well, everybody. 
Um, you know, I think it's really irresponsible, frankly, that Marco put me to talk to you guys when I had an entire segment really talking about how much anxiety I get uh, talking one-on-one with people I don't really know very well. Um, I do feel like I know you guys pretty well at this point. Um, I'd like to know you better, so leave a comment. Let us know what you think about the show. Um, good or bad, honestly. Uh, give us a like if you like it. Thumbs down if you don't. You don't have to do a thumbs down, though, frankly. Um, you can keep that to yourself. Um, but yeah. Uh, here he comes. He is back. Were you, like, threatening them? Yeah. I was actually... Well, you'll find out. <laughs> um, my cheers of the week is going to a little-known man named uh, Adian, uh, otherwise known as Action Bronson. Um, this past couple of days, <clears throat> I've been really stressed out with, with Bo, um, not knowing what the hell's going on. And there was a lot of there's still a lot of mystery and still a lot of like, you know, unanswered questions. And hopefully sure. next week I can update everybody. And, uh, you know, it's, hopefully it's good news and everything. <clears throat> but in the meantime, I had to kind of just sit around with nothing mm-hmm. but anxiety and like um, uh, just uh, everything was just everything has just been up in the air, not really knowing what's going on. And. You know, in those times of darkness, what do you do? You go back to comfort food, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, I mean, there I could watch Seinfeld on Netflix, or I could watch, you know, Terminator Two. Always a good one, of course. Die Hard. Die Hard. Yeah. Or I could go on YouTube and 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 fall down the rabbit hole of old "Fuck That's Delicious" episodes. Yep. The first season. There was a there was a moment there was a beautiful moment in time where he was his 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 star was rocketing mm-hmm. and he's putting out albums and he starts doing this stuff on YouTube with with Munchies which is an offshoot of Vice this was before Vice had their TV had had their channel mm-hmm. they just were a th- they were like a media entity right. That had like um, munchies, and then it had noisy for music, and then Vice was like their like hard hitting news, news, yeah, where they like investigative reports, yeah. <clears throat> and Munchies was doing like really cool shit on YouTube. Like for for a moment there, their channel was dope as fuck. They would do like Chef's Night Out, and they would have like how tos, and they would always pick like. Like your quintessential cool chefs, tattoo, sure. doing like cool menu items and stuff. And Maddie Matheson, you know, he blew up on Munchies also. And then, and then they just start doing stuff with action. And it just like, obviously, he gets eyes and they're getting millions of views and they're just like, let's do more stuff with him. So along comes Fuck That's Delicious, an actual, you know, 20 to 30 minute show on their channel and it's just it's just like it was like a perfect moment in time you know everything was fun enjoyable his music was great 
it was just this like it was all new oh yeah and every every week an episode would come out and you're just like i mean this guy is like he's living life to the fullest he's enjoying every second of him he's squeezing every ounce of juice out of life yeah and so you know it's fun to like it's fun it's nostalgic it's kind of melancholy to look back on those old episodes before you know he i'm not gonna say he sold out i think he thought he was going to have a bigger and better opportunity with sure. the viceland show and it like didn't pan out and it kind of just kind of sucked because it feels like they they got their claws into it yeah um and then apparently it didn't end well with viceland and we all i mean well i guess i shouldn't say we all know but viceland fucking sucked it yeah. folded because they kept doing they kept taking the cool free shit and then they're going, oh, you like that? You like that? Now you get to pay for it. Fuck you. <laughs> right. right. And then like the original material that they didn't steal from YouTube or didn't steal from Munchies or Noisy, it sucked. Yeah. It, so I was like, it, it, it's, I get why he did it. I mean, it worked for Jesus and Mero. Yes. They, you know, yes, they, absolutely. They're still doing their thing they on, parlayed uh, that into on Showtime. Great success. Yeah. So <clears throat> it's a gamble, but it didn't really work out for us little people. No, 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 no. But it did help the past couple of days, so I got to give a shout out to him because you know they just just helped me get through the past couple of days. It was yeah, a nice little crunchy uh, comfort food. Nice. So there you go. There you go. <clears throat> Didn't you know? Wasn't sure we'd be able to. And look where we are. I know. We just had to try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just had to try. That's all. <laughs> all right. Before we get out, you didn't even do the cold read. Do you want to do the cold I read now? I certainly do. Let's do, let's certainly do the cold do. read right now. We've got the uh, Rogue Brewing Bat Squatch Hazy India Pale Ale um, dedicated to the legend Bat Squatch. Bat Squatch. Uh, the back here says Dare, Risk, Dream. For years, rumors have circled that deep in the woods of Mount St. Helens lives the fabled Bat Squatch. Bat Squatch. While there are many tales of Bat Squatch, Bat Squatch, they are all a bit hazy on the details, uh, which makes the truth such a juicy mystery. Uh, so, what better way to honor the legend than with a hazy, uh, juicy uh, IPA? Uh, Perfect for camping and potentially making a new friend. Uh, this one ranks high on the tropical and citrus part of the star that we have here. Um, this pairs well with white cheddar, grilled salmon. And strawberry shortcake. Okay. Hashtag Bat Squatch IPA. Bat Squatch. Uh, ABV is a six point seven percent. IBU is fifty four. Uh, what is that guy? Is that SRM or SAM? I've never seen that reading before. But no, me neither. But that whatever looks like it is, an R. SRM. SRM is a twelve. Hmm. Whatever that is, we'll look that up. <clears throat> Well, what'd you think of the Squatch? Uh, I thought it was pretty good. I, I, you know, honestly, I thought it could have been a bit juicier. Juicier, yep, yep. Um, so that's gonna ding it a bit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, again, I, I am kind of hazy IPA'd out. The only reason I got this one was because um, we hadn't done a Rogue in a long time, mm-hmm. so I saw it and thought the name was cool. So yeah. Um, but that it's being the said, power of marketing. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, loyalty. Mm-hmm. That being said, it was just okay for me. Uh, a little bland. A uh, little less 
juicy than I wanted it to be, but still good. Um, I give it a four. Yeah, I mean, is this really going to stand out from any other hazy IPA that you've had in your life? Probably not. I mean, at this point, how many of them really are? There's there's those special ones that you have at a bar somewhere, and it's the reason why you go to another bar and you go, do you have this one? And then I have <laughs> sure. to tell you, sorry, we don't yeah. have that. And you go, <laughs> and then you complain about it on a podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. This isn't one of those IPAs. No. This is just one of those things where, like, you see it on there and you're like, oh, you ask the bartender, like, do you have any hazies? And they go, well, we got Batsquatch from Rogue. And you go, oh, I know Rogue. It's mm. a good brewing company. Run that up. And you have it, and you're like, that was solid. This is good. But is it one of those, like, run out and grab? Nah. It's not an essential so. hazy IPA. It's good. Yeah. It's good. I, I mean, I'm going to give it a three and a half. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to give it a three and a half. It was good. It was good. Nothing to, nothing to write home about. <sighs> nothing to wake your mother up in the middle of the night and tell her, hey, I found the hazy for yous. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm tired, man. (laughs) Me too. I'm so tired. Let's get out of here. Oh, it's been a week. Well, should we go then? Because, I mean, it's up to you. I think we should. All right. Well, then let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, This has been the One Bear In Podcast for myself, Marco Duco, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. That's Squatch. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer and have a beautiful evening. We love you.